Check it out, uh. Come back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been round will know. I'm talking about owning some, giving my homie some, teaching their youth how to survive. You owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts as I share them with the land. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Show Podcast. My name is Toro Jackson, man, your favorite average show. And um, I want to do a little bit something different today. I have a non-profit organization on today. How you doing? I am so good. We are fabulous today. Um, March 4th Foundation, Foundation. Incorporated. So let's, okay. let's go bad. You got to get us right. The March 4th Foundation okay. Incorporated. Okay, okay. Yes. All right, so um, like we was talking off air, you went to you went to Florida State. I went to Florida A and M. So Tallahassee yes. connection. I'm, I like this. I like this. I like this. The link up. The link up. Um, so explain what March the March Fourth Foundation is. The March Fourth Foundation Incorporated is committed to helping young adults. Our primary focus is 18 to 24 year olds, but we're just going to say young adults to define, discover, and become the best versions of themselves. Okay. So we offer uh, holistic development and constructive pathways, and we hope to be the premier resource for young adults in transition. So transition means graduation. That means trying to seek professional um the professional world uh-huh. that's um trying to grow in strengthening your mind holistically that's trying to grow financially as far as financial literacy that's trying to grow in educational awareness um you're trying to grow in political awareness yeah so we're really just focusing on the holistic development of every individual and meeting you where you are to help you march forth okay so how did you how did this idea come about so my birthday is March fourth, nineteen ninety six. I like that. Born, I like that play. I, I like born that under play. commandment, baby. So what I the thought process was I wanted to start a vlog, and I was like, I want to talk about my experiences and things I went through in college because I think people see me and they're like, oh, she's doing so well, but you don't know the struggle, you don't know the story. Oh, you don't know the story. It's so much glory in the story, and I think that by creating a foundation and creating a an organization that resonates and relates with every individual no matter who you are I think that it's powerful because it's empowering you to believe in your story and in yourself I think sometimes we we are gimmick and I'm trying to sell something I'm trying to Uh sell you to be like me if you do all these things you'll be able to go to Florida State you'll be able to do this you may not want to do that beloved that's not what you want to do but I'm here to empower you to do what you want to do okay so what did you go through hey you got to be more specific okay what are what are what are the struggles that you went through that inspired you All right, to create so this foundation? My very first, not even a struggle, but I would say my first concept that made me come up with March 4th is not only just my birthday, but my lived experiences. So being from Sanford, Florida, being from a small city, um, going to a predominantly white institution, working at a Florida state capitol, being falsely arrested, going through different things in my life where um, I was raised in a single-parent household where I knew my father. My father was a, far, a part of my life, and my mother was the main source of knowledge and inspiration and everything that I know. Um, my family, um, how we are bonded together on love and loyalty and respect is just how we go after things. I have a whole different trajectory and kind of mind state, and I felt like someone else needed that because my story is freedom to somebody else. So if I don't tell you about when I fell down in college, you're going to think that it was all gravy. Uh-huh. If I don't tell you that I got a C, you're going to think Diamond here was the perfect A student. Uh-huh. No, honey, I've been a 3.7 and I've been a 2.8, so I can speak to you. I'm not a perfect individual, but I'm real and I'm authentic, and I think that's what people want. That's what people have been waiting for. Okay, I, I respect that because I, I, I went, but I never finished. Oh, that's okay. You yeah, still nah, got time. Exactly. You will well, finish. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, I don't know. About you don't that. need yeah. it though, too. I, I, don't, mean, I don't know. Like I don't know. I just so probably what was this like 2013? Mm-hmm. I went, and I was I was I went to Seminole State because I came here. I graduated in Jersey. 
And then okay. I literally like graduated in June, August, moved out here because my dad had got a job at UCF. So I went to I went to Florida and you know, maybe about like I want to say 2011, 2012, 2013, something like that. And I got an academic suspension. And so that's what kind of prompted this with me doing the whole podcasting because my main goal was to be a sports broadcaster. But when my teacher told me I need a degree to do that, I'm like, <laughs> wait, so <laughs> I'm not gonna spend my money. Thank you. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many other ways to get mm-hmm. education. <clears throat> I tell my followers that as well. Holistic development. You don't have to go to school as far as a college or a university, even if you want to take up a trade. I push vocational school. I think that, especially right now with black entrepreneurship being at a high right now, people are really engaged and believing in themselves. So if you know how to do something, go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, period. Create your own avenues. Create your own spaces. Um, that's what I want to help do. I really want to help people strengthen their minds man wake up you got it's right there all the tools are there sometimes we pray and be like god i just want to be a millionaire Mm -hmm. you got everything you need you know how to say you know how to dance you know how to draw all you gotta do is go on youtube and learn some more stuff Mm -hmm. and you're an asset to yourself Mm -hmm. people i I feel you on that it's like you gotta you gotta have a dedication but you also gotta have a drive and you gotta have a patience and i think that's the process yes exactly you have to go through the process people are afraid of the process beloved that's another thing that march 4th is big on so being that it's a command, it's my birthday, and I kind of used my own life experiences in the beginning to um, have people follow my page. So I would tell about my different experiences working at the Capitol. I would tell about my different experiences, losing my vehicle, getting it repossessed um, 10 days before my college graduation. Uh-huh. I talked about um, being super involved, but also being super overwhelmed where you feel like I'm giving so much and I'm not getting anything back all the time and I'm not always appreciated. But I realize now that I went through those struggles and I was a part of those organizations to create my own. Uh-huh. My time in Black Student Union at Florida State University from membership <clears throat> from membership to um, secretary to vice president to every committee that I joined to joining the amazing chapter of this hardworking Kappa Epsilon chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. They taught me how to build on myself. They taught me how to work um, smarter, not harder. And now I want to teach other people the formula. Uh-huh. I want to give them that. And I think telling about when I when I fall down and when I get back up is important because if you only see me in this lavish realm, uh-huh. you're not gonna see the real. I think that's what, I, I guess that you could say that's what's probably uh, wrong with this world today mm-hmm. because a lot of people idolize these celebrities and you see them at their highest, but you've never, you don't know what they went through to get there. You Like you know what I'm saying? Like you never know what they went through to get there. You don't know the struggle. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when, yep. when all this pops off, like I'm going to have a testimony because Lord knows. <laughs> hey. Lord knows, man. I, um. I appreciate that. So what is the formula? What is the formula? Um, I'm going to mimic one of my favorite success coaches. Well, two of my favorite success coaches. So when I first started thinking about motivational speaking and being a success coach, I don't know if you know Trenton Shelton. No. Um, he is. He has dreads or whatever. He's light-skinned. Um, and he always says it's rehab time. It starts with you. And I can give you the information. I can try to wake up your mind, but it's time for you to get in that corner with yourself and get in that rehab moment where you realize it's on you. That's one of my favorites. And then also Dr. Keita Joy, fave, fave, fave. Her success formula that I follow is to do you, do it well, and do it consistently. So sometimes we don't know how to start or we don't know what to do. Just pray and just go. Uh Just pray and do. So um, my whole time when I first started... My whole time when I first started um, March 4th, I didn't have a computer. My computer went out on me. It was things going on. I was moving from different places. So I have boxes here and things here. And my mind is all over the place, but my heart is centered on God. My heart is centered on what I want to do. And it took me a while to get out of the funk of, dang, I'm uncomfortable. You cannot grow in comfortability, baby. Uh-huh. You right. cannot grow in comfortability. <clears throat> so right. when I started to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and I started to embrace it and sit in it, there's a whole new level of understanding that I got right now. It's a whole new mindset, a whole new hunger that I have. And I just want to give it to somebody else. Uh-huh. I just want to, like, you can, you don't have to wake up every day wondering, like, what's next? It's already there. Like, appreciate this moment right here because it's going to help you in your next season. Uh-huh. I agree with you. I agree with that 100%, 1,000%. I feel like everything that I've gone through so far mm-hmm. has led me to where I'm at right now. Like, if you would have told me a year and a half ago, 
that I'm trying to start up my own media company, I'd have told you, you crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have told you, you crazy. If you would have told me. Well, you're 30 years old. That's yeah. young. Mm-hmm. And you're a black man, especially mm-hmm. what's going on right now in the world. Yeah. You're trying to start a media company. You're changing the narrative of what is being put out. You understand what that is, young man? That's major. That, what? That's major. You are changing the narrative. You are a part of the news realm. I'm giving you authentic news, honey. I'm not flipping the script and calling you animals and, and mm-hmm. saying this about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When God put in some, put something on the inside of you, you have to carry through. Have to carry and it through. may not happen, you know, this month. Like you said, I, mm-hmm. I went through a lot of struggles. Hell, I might not even, March 4th might not pop out by the time I'm 30. Hopefully it does. I speak that into existence. I want to be a millionaire by 2022, right? Mm-hmm. We just talked about that. Yep. <laughs> but if not, if that's not what God wants for me, that's fine. I'll be a little thousandaire, but I'm still going to be doing work for mm-hmm. the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So really building up your I think right now when we're going through the, the pre-rich process is I gotta make sure your mind straight I gotta make sure your mind is strengthened enough strengthened enough before I give you one meal uh-huh. because if he give us one meal to roll what, what you finna do right now today you feel, I, I know some of what I do but who knows huh? uh-huh. you know I uh-huh. might be back down uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> When, and whatever you do, consistency is key. Like I always yes. tell people, no matter what, like a lot of people ask me, how do you want to start a podcast? I'm like, look, consistency is key. Because I was like, if you're not consistent, people not going to listen. They're not. They're not going to listen. Like I always tell people, I was like, look, if you want to start a podcast, set a date and set a time. Stick to that date, stick to that time. Even if you got to pre-record your episode, that's what I do. Stick to that date, stick to that time. So that way, even if you are sick or you do have something going on, you're still able to drop that episode. Yeah. Because if you, let's say you're gone for like two months, so I'll give you an example. So after after my anniversary in February, I took a two-month break, but I was still active on social media. So I didn't drop like an episode every week, but I would drop an episode maybe once a month just so people wouldn't forget about me because I work too hard. <laughs> I work way, I work. To what? just fall off the face. Thank you. Yeah. And I try to tell people a lot of time, I was like, look, y'all people, a lot of people think that, podcasting is just talking on a mic and all that but it's not you got to come up with the content you got to make sure it fits what you're trying to talk about you got to get the people you got to get the right people at that and i just be like look it's more too if you just want to sit there and talk to a mic you think everything else is going to pan out that's that's not what it is and i'd be like this is this even you. how you just brought me on here and you brought that music on and went to planning that hello this is the average of podcast i'm so ready to start mine just from being <laughs> on here right now like <clears throat> the vibes i i feel like i'm supposed to be doing this mm-hmm. like I want to use my voice in a certain capacity. So when you ask me, it's like, I didn't know much about your podcast. You could have easily been talking about something crazy. But I said, you know what, God? Yes. Sometimes we have to just jump on the opportunity, uh-huh. jump on that process. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it really sets the tone for other things. We're going to be great. This is going to be dope. This is going to be dope. Yeah, be dope. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to get into this a little bit, right? Okay. The foundation. So I think yes. what you're doing is great. And I think it's a... A great segue because I feel like when a lot of people graduate high school going into college, they don't necessarily have a foundation that can help them or somebody that can lead them in the right path. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I have my parents, but when I graduated high school going into college, it was kind of just me trying to figure it out as yeah. opposed to like, okay, I have somebody that can, that says, look, maybe this isn't the way for you to go and try this because I definitely definitely when I feel like when it comes to college if you do not know what you know what you're doing that first like two and a half years can be murky yes I agree so speaking of that I'm glad you brought that up so I did go to Florida State and I am first generation and one of the biggest blessings that happened to me was um I was able to be a part of the CARE program, so Center for Academic Retention and Enhancement. And what that program, I'm forever indebted to CARE. What that program did is said, I'm going to take a girl who's 18 years old that graduated two weeks ago, and I'm going to bring her to Florida State University. I'm going to put her in an honest dorm. I'm going to put her with 299 other black and brown and minority students that are committed and willing to take off and take over this world. Care 14 is snapping right now from photographers to literally marketing gurus to success speakers to master's holders and uh, doctoral students. I'm, you know, I'm just keep going on and these Mm -hmm. are minority black people. So I agree with you. I felt like that, that family atmosphere that I was able to form in the summer allowed me to cultivate a, a certain understanding where I wanted to give that to other people. So students who came in the fall, you got us who like, oh, we know what it's at, girl. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. We know where Swanee at. We got you. We'll lead you here. Ain't nothing to help somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree. And I, I think that speaking of the foundation and why I started it is really to be a 
when you talk about your vision statement, it sounded crazy to me at first. I don't know who you think you are, but I, <laughs> I, <laughs> we we will be the premier resource for young adults in transition. When you when you transition and you like, I need scholarships. Uh-huh. I need uh, consulting about what organizations I should join in my school. I need cons- consulting about Greek life and how I should go about it and how I should do my research. We're here. Don't play with us. Uh-huh. When you need holistic development, you need uh, counseling. I eventually want to get my mental health counseling um, certification because I am a psychology major. So, um, well, I got my bachelor's in psychology, so I really want to work in that realm, but also in social work and also in organizational leadership. Okay. So really bringing everything together uh-huh. to really push my foundation and give as much to my foundation as I can. Uh-huh. And I'm also, I'm glad I'm on this podcast because applications for our executive board and committee meeting and committee team and chairs We'll be going live in August 2020. Okay. So hype. Okay. We're looking for Y'all hear that, right? Yeah, we're looking for Say that again. Applications for our executive board will go live on our website in August of 2020. We're really pu- pushing for that um, website launch date. And um, if you go on our website right now, if you visit our Instagram page, you can go on our website and go ahead and click up to be a volunteer or to be a team member. And it's pretty much just a questionnaire. But we're super excited and we're looking for committed, passionate, and goal-oriented individuals. If you're not committed, if you are not goal-oriented, if you cannot see yourself pushing this vision and mission forward, do not apply. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do not waste Don't waste your time, time beloved. Don't do it. <laughs> beloved. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm with you for real, for real. Like, that's, yo, that's, what you're doing is great. Like, it's, I really respect it. It's major because, like, like I said, I have a lot of, I had a lot of friends who were just going through college and didn't necessarily know what they were doing. Like, I wish when I went to fam, see, I got, I lucky when I went to fam, I was one girl I went to FAU with and we were there and we mm-hmm. went together, even though we didn't really, when we got oh. there, we kind of fell out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was kind of starting fresh, but if I would have had a foundation that could have helped me by the time I got there, maybe my experience would have been a little different. I don't regret anything that happened because everything happens for, for a reason. reason. Yeah. But maybe my experience would have been a little bit different because it was really just for me, just the one thing I say that I didn't do while I was there, which I, which I wish I should have did was network because it was, I was just going to say that when you, where are you from? Originally? Uh, Jersey, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Jersey isn't small. We, I mean, unless you're from a small area. Yeah, it depends. Like, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Like I'm, it's, Jersey as a state is big, yeah. but it's like two parts. You have North Jersey and South Jersey. I was like closer to the DMV area, so South so Jersey. So when you're from a, a certain space, right? Okay, culture shop. When I got to Tallahassee, I don't know if this was like if it was like that when you went. Everybody want to hug you. Hello, hi Terrell, how are you? They want to hug you. Uh-huh. I'm from Sanford. <laughs> She's from Miami. She don't want to hug you. Uh-huh. She barely want to say hey to you. You got what I'm saying? Because you're in your bubble where it's like, listen. And even me, I came to college. I've always been very. I'm a social person. I'm not friendly. I think that's a difference. So we, everybody, social, you know. But in terms of that, I went in like I'm here to get stuff done. I'm here to work. Uh-huh. I'm here to get this degree. I can't let nobody wrap my coattail. I can't. You know what I'm saying? And I had girls who were linking towards me and like you know merging my way Mm -hmm. but I was afraid to embrace the relationship and embrace the networking opportunity because I was thinking that they was going to be disloyal and I was going to have to deal with all this and I got time for that I'm just trying to get my degree and what ended up happening is this group of people turned into an infamous group that I absolutely love IPC shout out to y'all I absolutely love them we are lawyers we are marketing Mm -hmm. um, analysts we are HR administration directors and different things like that. We are PR gurus. You get what I'm saying? Um, everything. So I just basically say, like, get yourself out of your bubble and mm-hmm. your box because sometimes how you're raised and the things that you see and when you get into a different space, you ain't talking and you're not engaging and you missed out on the opportunity. You go to a networking event, you didn't open your mouth. Why? No, that happened to me recently. Like, I'm. it's weird because, like, I find myself as a very – social person mm-hmm. but when it comes to networking events it's like i just turn it i don't know why i just turn into an introvert it's like okay here's my business card blah 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 i may say a few things and it's just like i'm ready to go because i don't know you yeah and it's so weird because i just be sitting there going like i be thinking like yo why am i like this because i'm like is it okay so do you believe in elevator speeches what do you mean like, by that um so for example when you first came in we getting set up and mm-hmm. everything and i was like hello i'm diamond hill Right, mm-hmm. and that might have been weird. Where you like, you could just literally say, "No, What's see, up? that's not that's not weird to me." But it's just for whatever reason. Like when I get into a networking event, 
I may chit chat with a few people and then may like, you know, exchange the information or something like that. But it's not like how we are now. I guess maybe because I'm out of my comfort zone, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing that's what it is. Because any any other time I could talk the year off to death. But in that particular instance, it was like February. And I felt like that would have been a major networking event for me. And I went and I just didn't really... I mean, I, I met a few people, but I didn't really network like how I thought I was going to network. I guess mainly just because it was just a bunch of people. I don't really know them. I stuck to the people I knew. And then I dipped. Yeah, and I think that's what most people do. They miss out They miss out on the opportunity to really... Networking is an exchange of currency as well. We sometimes think of networking as, oh, I'm just talking to this person and we're doing these little meet and greets and I don't really see the point. But what you realize is I'm exchanging currency because you have something to give me uh-huh. and I have something to give you. That's an exchange. Exchange of information, exchange of knowledge, exchange of currency. So me meeting you today uh-huh. and me asking you, oh my gosh, okay, so you record podcasts. Okay, how much you charge? What you got going on? And you telling me that was networking. Uh-huh. You networked today. So when you think about it on a simple level like that and you're not bombarding yourself with, I need to network, I need to say um, I need to say my elevator speech and pitch it a certain way. Just be you, just be authentic. Hello, my name is. Or what I, I learned from one of my favorite FAMU girls, I'm shouting her out right now. Her name is Deja Sawyer at the Make It Out Foundation located in Tampa, Florida. That is a nonprofit organization that she created along with some other people from her city for um, high school students to make it out. That's what we do at March 4th, and that's what we do at Make It Out Foundation. And we worked at the Capitol together where we worked on initiatives hand-in-hand, and she helped me to build up my foundation, so I got to shout her out um, and the amazing stuff that she's doing. So that's networking. Uh Now I have a sister where she's telling me, you can say, hello, my name is Diamond, but I would say I am Diamond Hill because that's who you are. Uh That is your brand, and you better rep. Fam, you students always, I am, you know what I mean? And Uh people get out, that's extra. I love it. You better rap, honey. <laughs> I am. Quit playing with me. Yeah. I feel it, man. I definitely feel it. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to ask you? Hold on. I think I had it in here. Um, you got a good little little flow going on yeah, for your, for our podcast. I'm really excited to hear this episode. Like, hear this episode playback. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So the. How long, how long have you been doing this? How long have I been doing March 4th? Uh-huh. So um, we officially became registered as a nonprofit organization on May 4th, 2020. I wanted it to be March 4th, but I was in that limbo, right, of just getting out of your own way. Um, but I think what is so beautiful about May is it was almost like, God, may I do this? And okay. he said yes. And within a week, I was registered. I was taken off. I had a new logo. I had rebranded on my Instagram page and started my Facebook account and different things like that and really started taking off. Um, the idea was formulated in, well, <laughs> we, I was created in 1996, but the, the idea has been brewing since about 2017. Okay. And we created the page on February 18th, 2018. So I got my dates down. So walk me through the, the whole process of, of starting the nonprofit organization. Hey, I got some more plugs. Okay. I'm going to plug in Maggie Gaines at Bright Light Consulting. Amazing, 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 amazing. Um, so the steps. So the first step to any idea that you have is to write it down. An idea that is just in your mind is just an idea. It is not a goal or a plan. So when you write that plan down and that goal down, now you, you're ready to work and you're ready to execute and you're ready to plot, plan, strategize, and mobilize. So the first thing I would say is thinking of the idea, writing bullet points, um, writing your thoughts down, creating a Google Doc, whatever that looks like. What is your goal? What do you want to um, achieve through this? What is your vision? What does it look like after you do what you're supposed to do? What are your objectives? Where are you really going to hit and where are you really going to target? Ask yourself those key things. Uh-huh. Um, after that, I would really look into your resume. I'm going to plug another person, Brianna Watts, um, resume writing and consulting. Please follow her. She can help you with your resume and really making sense of what you've already done to let you know where you're going and what mm-hmm. you want to do. Because if you see it on paper and you have a, someone talk to you about it, it's like, okay, cool. My resume actually is good or whatever. And I've been doing some stuff and I get, you know. So I would say writing down your ideas first, getting with somebody who can help you make sense of your ideas, whether that be me, whether that be someone around you that can understand. And then I would say talking to Miss um, Maggie Gaines at Bright Light Consulting because she's going to help you literally turn a turn pain to power baby okay that plan is going to be fully thought out and 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 she's going to help you flesh out things she's going to help you get your eye 
EIN number to get um, grants. She's going to plug you into her Facebook group that has other business owners and women who are doing amazing things. So really just putting yourself in the realm. And as you put yourself in the realm and you align yourself with what you want to do, people will come to you. You want to have it go to them. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> so what's going to do? We're going to take a break. I just okay. want to hear a word from our sponsors. And then after good. that, we'll, we'll get back into it. Sounds good. All right, y'all. So for today's Creative Corner segment, I have this artist called M.L. Um, he is, um, don't know where he's from, but he submitted to me and asked me to play his song. It's been a while. Um, all I have is his SoundCloud description. So that's going to be a SoundCloud link. So that's going to be in the, in the description below. All right. Uh, listen to it and um, let me know what you think. All right. Again, the link's going to be in the description below, man. Um, let me know what you think. Let's get back to the episode. 
All right, so <clears throat> that was very insightful because I'm still trying to. So this idea came about, right? Mm-hmm. The whole recording people's podcast because there's a podcast studio in Orlando, Florida, black owned. And this was, this was one of my drawbacks why I didn't want to do it yeah. because I don't really, I'm so for the community. So I was like, I didn't want to take away business from them. But also I felt like it was an avenue because when I went to their studio and before I had this whole setup, I had a different setup. And I'm like, <clears throat> if I sound like them with what the little stuff that I have, there's no reason to pay $75 an hour for me. So then there was a couple other people that I went there. Now that, I went there for the jam session. I networked the mess out of that. I'll give you that. Because huh. a lot of people who I'm tight with now, I met because of that. So then one of the people that I met there um, was like, yo, I want to I start a podcast, but I don't want to go to the studio. And then I was like, let me bring my equipment to you. Just I just Before then, I just had like my laptop and a few mics. And I just hooked everything up through a virtual audio cable. And then it clicked. Then I was like, hmm. So then I asked my, my girl, who wasn't my girl now, but my the girl I was talking to back then, who is my girl now? I know that's weird, but that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm getting into it. I had asked her, and I was like, yo, I was like, you think this could work? And so then like a year later, here I am. You know what I'm saying? I invest in, invested in myself with equipment the that's power like. power of partnership. Yes, it was if major. If you are in the wrong relationship get out if you're trying to do something big and amazing and they don't believe and they cannot they don't have to see it because they don't have your vision Mm -hmm. but if they're not willing to support you and be your partner some of us want a boyfriend want a companion want a boo want a girlfriend a companion a bae honey we need a partner Mm -hmm. i need a helpmate when i prayed for my boyfriend i said god send me a partner send me somebody that's gonna be in the trenches with me send me somebody that's gonna he got mad at me last night i was up to 5 45 working on my website and you got to be okay with that because sometimes mm-hmm. it's gonna look crazy to you why is you up girl but when i'm a billionaire child it all makes sense exactly that too i keep saying that um when i say billionaire when i say millionaire that's not only in amount of money but that is in my state and mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. i am already a thousandaire i'm a thousandaire mindset right now i'm building up leveling up when i'm in a millionaire mindset i would do a different things with my money i'll do different things with my being i'll do different things with my body x y z you get what i'm saying so as people level up that's why you say i don't understand these celebrities and all these different things because it's a different mindset that mm-hmm. i have now you looking at me like why the heck is you spending a million dollars on shoes because i can't mm-hmm. your mindset at that space you like i'm not gonna make that million dollars back my mindset mm-hmm. i know i'm getting it back today exactly come on <laughs> so it's all about that mind state so we working i feel you i feel you on that Cause yeah, I was like, hmm. Cause that was my main thing was just I didn't want to, I didn't want them to look at it as like, oh, you're telling me I'm trying to take away business, but just more so I want to say competition, but just working together. You 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 dealing with the people that can necessarily come to you. I'm dealing with the people that may not necessarily can't come to you because they got kids or whatever. I could come to them, knock it out, and we all can work together. I don't know if it's gonna happen like that, but. And that too, I think sometimes, and this is something, I'm glad you mentioned that. When I first started March 4th, um, our very first event that we did was in Tallahassee, and I did that with the Make It Out Foundation. It was a clothing drive initiative. Amazing. Um, we collected college, well, we connect, we collected professional clothing for college students, and we gave it out at FAMU's Cram Jam. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, Cram, uh, FAMU's Cram Jam. So we were in the gym, and we gave it out everything, and it was perfect, right? Then I... Um, Moved back to Sanford in summer 18. And I'm getting ready to put on a back to the basics um, school supply drive initiative. And I'm reaching out to everybody. I'm emailing. And I'm realizing, you know, people don't use the emails. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm a DM. So I'm like, oh, people don't use a DM either sometimes. I'm a, I'm a um, text message people. I'm a call people. And I'm trying to get all these people together to join on this initiative. And I'm seeing all these different flyers go up. And I'm like, why the heck are we having so many freaking giveaways when we can come together? And I realized that. Some people don't want to. Uh Um, You cannot force collaboration. You cannot force collaboration. But beyond that, you can have other ways to have people be active participants. So in the next year that I plan it, it will be people committed to being in that co-sponsor position, committed to planning over time and actually putting in the work. If not, you can donate and you can sponsor and we can plan and we can put your logo on there. Uh Whatever works best. But what we can't do is kill ourselves trying to collaborate and go above and beyond and put our best foot forward and be overextending ourselves. Uh And you're not accepting the challenge and Uh you're not meeting me there because you want your name on it or because you want that $75 pay. You you know what I mean? Uh And I think it's, you got to get out of that. We do. Collaboration is necessary in order to do amazing and 
mm-hmm. more impactful things and then going back to that exchange of currency. I agree with that 100%. Because, like, now I have, like, a... I can you call them, like, an unofficial... How would I say this? Like, a unofficial team. So, like, mm-hmm. the new logo, the, the Juneteenth logo that I posted on my on my podcast. You have an event? I ain't see it yet. You ain't see it? No. Oh, oh, yeah. So, you saw the original one. I posted yeah. a... Uh, a Juneteenth edition one. Um, I'm having a Juneteenth event too. You should come. Start a watch party. Oh no. Okay, so you just meant the logo that you yeah did yeah the yeah Juneteenth yeah. yeah. Thing. yeah. Okay. All, yeah. All, all I did was just change the colors up. Mm-hmm. And so during that whole process, because I had to rebrand, it wasn't intentional. It was um, necessary. It wasn't even necessary. It was just somebody hit me up. Yeah, and they were saying that I had the same logo as them. So then I, we had to figure out what went wrong, what happened, and then I had to rebrand. Okay, and I didn't really want to because I was just in the process of getting all my merchandise started and everything like that. So just having a support system is key because I well, listen. I was <laughs> I was they'll tell you like I was like yo, what do you think it is? What do you think of that? All all hours of the night, and to finally get it to where it is now is is big for me. Because they able to rebrand what I, and they she captured exactly what I wanted because I wanted to, I wanted to I was nervous because my podcast logo and my merch logo are two different things, and I wanted it that way because I wanted it for the merch logo for you to know that it's a black podcast. Yes, and I wanted them to really, I wanted her to really capture that, and she did a great job doing that. Can I ask you about that? Even mm-hmm. though you're interviewing me, I think that's a good point that you brought up. Um, you wanted people to know that your podcast was black owned. One of my Facebook followers put up a post the other day, and I think it was very insightful. Um, She said, do you market your business as a black-owned business because it's only black clientele that you want? Or is it more something that you use to let like resonate or relate to people and let them know that you are black-owned? I responded back and said, and I want to hear your thoughts. I responded back to her and said, my black-owned business does not make me less legitimate. Uh-huh. I don't mind saying that I'm a black-owned business because it is my lived experiences as a black woman uh-huh. that made me create uh-huh. my organization because there was a need for this. Uh-huh. And in terms of marketing to a certain target audience, that's what business is. I think sometimes people try to tell you, you know, black-owned, you're being, um, you're not being inclusive. Sometimes a lot of stuff in this world is not inclusive for exactly. African-American and black mm-hmm. and brown women. So when you create something that is, you know, somewhat inclusive, exclusive for us, you can't get mad. That's how I feel. I, my brand, as far as March 4th, it is committed to every single individual and meeting you where you are in your individual journey. We are culturally aware, right? We have friends from all different walks of life because if you are not culturally aware and diverse, then you cannot help all people. You cannot help different people. You ain't been nowhere. You ain't seen nothing. And you haven't put yourself in a position to have conversations about what Asians go through, about what Dominicans go through, about um, all these different groups of people. You get what I'm saying? So really putting yourself in a cultural light to attract more people because you're culturally aware of what they need and what they've lacked and what they what they have a need for. Um, yeah, so that was my thoughts. And I guess I want to ask you. What do um, you so I'm kind of with you. Like, I want people to know that it's a black-owned business, but it's not like I'm not open right. to, but it's just, we don't, how I look at it is, is whenever we have an, whenever we have an outlet, I feel like it's important to let people know Easy. that it's, yeah, to let people know that it's black-owned, because who knows, like, for example, so one of my friends who I went to Florida and done with said he was watching me closely with the average Joe, with my average Joe media company, and now he started something similar. And I had another person who was like, yo, he's actually one of my clients now. He was like, I had him on my podcast about a year ago. He was like, yo, you inspired me to start your podcast. Like, you never know who's watching. Who's watching. And that's why I always feel like, especially when it comes to African-Americans, I wanted people to know that it's black-owned because, yo, if I can do this and I'm just your average Joe, you can do this. And we can both be successful. Average Joe on March 4th, you can do this. Put your best foot forward every day. Our main slogan is press forward always. I have been slacking on really like pushing that everywhere, but when we release our merchandise and different things like that, it's everyday apparel. Um, but it's also something that you can wear out and you feel like you have on a superwoman cape because when I woke up today, I decided to march forward. I decided to put my best foot forward. So clearly there's nothing that's going to stop me because mm-hmm. I already decided that I'm not going to quit on me. If I don't quit on myself, I can't lose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I cannot lose if I don't quit on myself. Quit playing with me. That's, I literally talked to the devil like that. Last night, I was working on my website. It's like 5 in the morning. And the whole website, delete, honey. It didn't uh. say. 
I said, devil, quit playing with me. <laughs> I literally said, quit playing with me. I have everything saved already. I got the links ready. All I got to uh-huh. do is put the background back and whoop, 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 whoop. And we finished it on up by six. And we back up at eight, but it don't matter. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel energetic. I'm happy. So I agree with you. I agree with you, man. So I just like, I don't know, because I'm starting on my website soon. Uh-huh. And it's like, yo, it's kind of. I seen my homie do it. It's a lot. It is a lot. I seen my homie do it. He did it himself. So I hit up. Me too. I, there was this. I'm in this like couple podcast groups, and I kind of wanted more than what he wanted because I wanted a space for to let you know what the average show me the company is about, mm-hmm. and then a space to book appointments, emails. You can click on. I could do that. You can click on my uh, clients' links, and then you can also play my podcast through the website. So I hit up. This one guy yesterday, well, it was like this morning, because I was going, uh, like, if, it, if I see something that I like in a podcast group chat, I'll save it. Yeah. And I saved the link, and I saw his his format, and I was like, yo, how'd you do this? And he told, he showed me, so we're going to link up later today. See? So I can do it. Initiative. Mm-hmm. Taking initiative to work on your brand when other people won't. So, like, last night, um, like I said, I was up late. So the average person, they like, bro, go to bed. You could do that tomorrow. Yeah, I could, but I'm also up right now. And I feel like sometimes in my life, I have had moments where I'm like, somebody will tell you something that's good information. You're like, okay, I'm going to look at it when I get home. Are you chilling in the union or uh-huh. hanging out with your people? Chilling, bro. And you realize, I'm chilling like I don't have nothing to do. Quit uh-huh. playing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I've been telling myself that. So I, I take my moments and I take my breaks, but I also get in, that, get, in my, get in my prayer closet and get in my corner and tell myself, listen, right now you're working for you. Right now, you working for you. You building something right now. Every day you get up, you need to put in that work for March 4th like you would put in when you was on the job. Quit playing. The work that I put in for a case manager, the hours that I put in for my kids and for my families, I'm putting that time now into myself and into my businesses. Uh-huh. And whatever is going to happen as far as my my season right now, what I'm like in limbo with trying to figure out everything, I know that the message and the comeback and I guess like the rebirth of everything is going to make sense. Because that I didn't stop and I continue to put the best uh-huh. foot forward. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to that point because I'm still working. You unfortunately, will? so because like a lot of people be like, "Yo, you don't sleep." Go back, go back. Wait a minute. I I'm not not working because oh, okay, I just okay. not don't want to work. No, I said like I said I was falsely arrested. Um, especially in a in a in a light in a time like this, I think that it's crazy. But I I was I was sad. I was down. I say, God, I was working so hard. Why? And I realized he took Job through everything. Uh-huh. Job. Right. Job lost so much, but he did not lose his faith. That's what March 4th is. I had a situation where my company believed in me and still believes in me 1,000. They're behind me 1,000%, but I'm just in limbo. So what I said is, I'm not just unemployed. I'm a founder. I'm a president, honey. You don't just sit down and lay down and just take it. Uh You become something. You Uh do something with it. And that's how I empower people. I never expected to go through that, but I think I had to go through that so I could tell somebody who's been through it how to get through it. Uh That's what my life experiences are, my lived experiences. So I'm just going to continue to use my best self to push this forward, man, and not let nothing keep me down. As long as your spirit ain't broken, because that's what people try to do. They try to break your spirit. They try to humiliate you. They try Uh to take your mind. But you can't take my mind. You can't take my faith. I know why I'm doing this, and I know that if God did that to Job, I know that my latter would be greater than my former. Uh So I'm just ready for it all to unfold. Uh And I agree with you 100%. Trust in the process is key. Because I see everybody starting podcasts, mm-hmm. celebrities, and they just take off. And I'm just like, all right, Lord, I'm going to just trust the process. Because even though I'm not. You want authentic followers. Exactly. I re- exactly. Correct. Correct. 100%. And I just be like, yo, I'm still working. I work two jobs outside of this. And then I come here. Like, I just, what time I get off? I got off five. And then I'm here now. And I just be like, yo, you don't sleep. But I'm like, yo, this doesn't work. I was like, when you really love something, like, this doesn't work. And I just feel like, I, the one thing I will say is I will thank my dad. Because growing up, he put me in sports broadcasting camps. Yeah. So I knew what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And I felt like if I didn't know that, even though the sports broadcasting didn't work out, I would have never started a podcast. My mom, I got to shout my mom out. I got to plug her in. My mom taught me the importance of hard work. Really, really taught me the importance of hard work, being a go-getter. You can start with nothing and make something mm-hmm. out That's of facts. nothing. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. And... For her, like, I just want to plug my mom, I guess, my family a little bit. Shout out to them. My mom had me at 16 years old, so that's another unique perspective that I have. But beyond that, she lost both of her parents by the time she was 20 years old. Uh. 
she has um, four sisters and a brother, so they all banded together, which is why I'm so close on family. It's why we're so close-knit, you know what I'm saying? If you got baked beans and I got rice and you got hot dogs, we have a meal type thing. That's what we believe in. So having someone in my life that has been through and endured struggles that I have never, I could never even imagine and still is able to have her head up, still able to support and love on other people, still able to give back um, and not lose her will to win is a testimony to me. And I look at her and I look at my aunts and I look at how much work they put in. I look at my sisters and my friends and people that I know and how much work they put in. And I'm like, you cannot quit on you. You can't quit on this because you have to win. We have to win. Mm -hmm. And that's my motivation to keep going. Every day I wake up, I'm not in the best circumstance. I may have to sleep on a couch. Whatever you've been through in your life, whatever it is, you don't have to be in the best circumstance, but you're alive. Uh-huh. Which means you in the green. You in the green, baby. Because yep. you could do something. I'm alive. I got breath. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Bet that up. I got, I got breath. I got water. <laughs> that's real. No, that's real. The mindset is key, man. Because when I got on academic suspension, so when I got on academic suspension, my mind, my mindset was not in the best place. And I think the best thing that happened for me was I was able to work on a cruise ship, get, get away from the house for about like four months. And when mm-hmm. I came back, I had a different mindset. I had a different perspective. Saw some things I didn't see before, so I was able to attack something differently. As opposed to just, I, I feel like if I would have just stayed here, I probably just would have sold. Yeah. So I feel like that would have been the best thing for me. And then from there, I've been able to grow and push forward. And here I am now. So I agree with 100%. But once again, back to my dad, man. Like, if he didn't, I think part of the reason why I started this is because everybody knows me as the guy that knows sports, but they don't know the actual me. So I figured, why not give them the actual me so i i have an idea mm-hmm. and i want to bring you in on it and i'm going to kind of drop the gem on here forget it bump it hopefully nobody steals it right um i think you would be great for it because when you said sports um before i started the foundation right i had a google doc full of just ideas and i was like i'm gonna do vlog videos i'm gonna be on youtube and i'm gonna do like um almost like podcast episodes so mm-hmm. it was forming the ideas are forming right and one of my commercials was a sports commercial Okay. Where this person is like, are y'all ready? Are y'all hyped up? Are you getting ready? Are you going to practice? Are you um, are you strengthening? You know what I mean? Are you getting strengthened and ready to be able to fight and, mm-hmm. and win, whether you're playing basketball, whatever that is? And it talked about it in a way where we are so ready and we get, we go through training for track. We go through training for cheerleading and we really get all our muscles together. But where do we strengthen our minds? Mm-hmm. Where do we get ready to win the ultimate fight, the ultimate sports game of making it into the kingdom? making it to the place where you are happy and whole Mm -hmm. and at peace and joyful and um, not in this place of confusion and chaos when things go wrong, but you're at a perfect level where I can, I can make sense of this thing. Are you ready to play the game or you just playing on the side? Are you on the field? I like that. Are you on the field? Are you ready (laughs) to play the game? Those are the type of things that I think about. You saying a production company, those are the type of things that I think about. I like that. If you need an anchor, I didn't even major in um, journalism or anything like that, but I think about looking back at Florida State. I don't know if I would be a psychology major or if I would be an entrepreneurship journalism style major. I probably would have. And I probably, yeah, I probably would have, but I think it's it's good that I didn't because psychology, the study of the mind, gave me the baseline and my foundation. Mm-hmm. And now that I know how other people think, I want to build on that mm-hmm. in other realms, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I was just thinking about that sports thing, and I'm just like, are you really ready, or are you just playing? You on the field. You ain't playing. You on the field, <laughs> but you ain't really playing. I like that. That's dope, man. That's definitely dope. Um, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> this was fun. Um, this was definitely fun. You want to go ahead and plug in your social media? Yes. So thank you again, Average Joe, for inviting me on your podcast, the Holistic Development episode. Either, either that or trust in the process. One of the two. Oh, I like trust in the All process. Right, we'll go with that. I like we'll trust in the that. process episode. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am Diamond Hill, the president and founder of the March 4th Foundation Incorporated. We are um, based out of Sanford, Florida. We are committed to the uh, helping young adults to define, discover, and become the greatest versions of themselves through holistic development and constructive pathways. We will be the premier resource for young adults in transition. Please follow us on Instagram at the March 4th Foundation Inc. And follow us on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share us on Facebook at the March 4th Foundation Inc. And then follow us on Twitter at M4 Foundation. I 
think that's all of our social media handles. If you visit our website as well on our Instagram page, you will find our Black Business Directory. You will find our March 4th Directory with local information about um, Sanford elections and different city officials and different grants and relief funds and different things that you can get. Also, first-time home ownership information as uh-huh. well for, for those young people out there trying to get, get their bands up and everything. Um yeah, there's so much information out there. Um, I do want to plug this event. We are having a Juneteenth event. It is called Momentum. It is being put on by March 4th. Shunny B. Soaps and Brianna Watts. We all are from Sanford, Florida. We all have our own businesses, and we all um, are college-educated, college-graduated. We merged together to create a coalition to create initiatives for our city. So our Juneteenth event will be a virtual event, kind of like a watch party-style event with a live DJ. We're going to bring awareness to Juneteenth. We're going to have fun. We're going to dance. But the whole time, we're going to raise funds for the Sanford Bailout Fund. So if you have some money, please send it our way. We would appreciate it. We're going to help some people out of jail. We're looking to do this maybe by Christmas, maybe before that. We're really just trying to take those funds and do something impactful with it. Thank you so much, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, y'all already know where y'all can follow me at, man. Average JTPC. Um, that's the Instagram. My regular Instagram's the original playmaker. Um, so when it comes to the average show media company, if y'all need, so I forgot to plug this in at the last episode. If y'all want to start a podcast, hit me up. Email me at theaveragejoemedia.com. That's T-H-E average J-O-E media.com. Uh, we'll discuss prices. We'll discuss, you know, what I do, how I can help you. Um, once again, if you, the, if you want to get on the Creative Corner segment or the Everybody Eats segment or the um, podcast plug segment, let me know. Email me at admin at averagejt.com. It's free. It's free promotion. Um, what else am I missing? Anything? Um, oh, website coming soon. Look out for that. It's going to be a website coming soon. And there's also, we also believe we're throwing in a, in a, like a creative I want to say like a creative content event soon in July, I think. I want to say. So I'm working on the website now, man. Um, <clears throat> don't forget to listen, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, I'm working on the merchandise soon as well. Also, the first giveaway is going to be soon as well. I got to look at whoever I, I got a list of uh, vendors who I'm doing a giveaway with and see who I'm going to do first. Outside of that, man, I love y'all. I thank y'all. Without y'all. This, this wouldn't be possible because y'all keep listening. Y'all keep tuning in, man. Philippians 4.13. Until next time. Peace. It's a different kind of city when you live in right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thought.